Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Oh, no. Maloney's probably ready call. to storm Area 51. Hey, nitwits. It's Paul's Call. You know, with virtually no sports and certainly no fans in attendance, you know what I really miss? And Wolf, a guy just runs onto the field and starts stripping, and he gets drilled at the 35-yard line by a security guard. I mean, we've all been deprived of it, right? I miss that dumbass fan who rushes the field to his own demise. A cowboy fan, and then he got roasted at the 35-yard line by a security guard. Well done, Dave. So imagine the surprise, the shock. That was of, his best call by far and away ever. He, he needs to submit that from the Monday Night Football job. Ever. The surprise, the shock of the Spanish Soccer League, Barcelona FC, playing its first match in three months. And what the? Somehow, I didn't think fans were allowed here. But one of them somehow gets onto the field, and even he's a little rusty. He's had to stop and ask directions. Which one is messy? This is a real highlight this week. There's there's no fans allowed in the stadium, but we've got a fan on the field. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills! In the stands, there are tons of cardboard cutouts of fans, but this ain't no cardboard fan. Dude. Uh, Barcelona's trying to play a match, and I don't know, Doug, a West Virginia football game breaks out. Now, how do you maintain social distancing while trying to grab a pitch invader? Well, maybe a little something to lighten the mood. If that yeah. was the case, a whiskey bottle would be yeah. thrown, Paul. The fan wasn't wearing a mask nor gloves, so uh, he broke health safety laws as well. You can add that to his arrest sheet. Goodness gracious. Right. He, uh, by the way, he told the police he wanted to take a selfie with Messi. Instead, he got the sawed-off shotgun of sports. Sports takes and more classic calls in delinquent fans' directions. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. That's pretty good, too. I mean, Kevin Arlen. Uh, you know what? We'll take any. I'll take any football play-by-play I can get right now. Keep playing. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat, Kevin. Oh, they got him. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Kirk getting in on the action. Be quiet. A, an open field tackle. Hey, right hey, there. hey, hey! You can't talk to Greybeard like that. The uh, an open field tackle, honestly, that would make Buddha Baker proud. I mean, come on now, right? Although there's always that cost benefit ratio. I tell you what, he got a whole lap in. That was pretty good. I expected him to go down much sooner. Yeah. I hope it was worth it, my friend, because you got a night in the clink coming up. <laughs> tell you what, at this rate. Holy pandemic, I'm going to start making citizens' arrests in baseball. Deal or no deal? What is the deal with Rob Manfred? It's just a disaster for our game. Absolutely no question about it. It shouldn't be happening. Would you describe your feelings as confident? I'm not confident. I think there's real risk, and as long as there's no dialogue, that real risk is going to continue. Is this the commissioner of baseball, or is this the commissioner? It's hard to tell. All I know is turn on the lie detector because we all remember this comment. The most important thing is that we play Major League Baseball in 2020, and I can tell you unequivocally we are going to play Major League Baseball this year. Oh. And that was less than a week ago. Oh, no!
so now do you see where the agent for Nolan Arenado and Giancarlo Stanton, uh, he gave his opinion to the Denver Post. I don't care. The agent is Joel Wolf, and he says about the owners crying poverty, quote, the Marlins played without fans for 15 years, yet still managed to give a player the biggest contract in sports history, Stanton, and then sold the team for a billion-dollar profit with five competing players. That's the fact, Jack! So, in case baseball hasn't put its finger to the wind right now, all these cries of financial difficulty? No! America ain't buying it. They want baseball. And the only sound worse than banging trash cans from the cheating Astros that we got this entire offseason, by the way. Banging a trash can to let the hitter know what pitch was coming. The only sound worse would now be losing the entire 2020 season itself to the whining and the griping and grousing. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? We do have one man, though, gentlemen, who says... That there will be baseball? I know that there's a lot of posturing going on. It sounds like the death knell, but I think we should still be confident that games will take place. Really? Pedro Gomez, our guy, Valley guy. Where you been all our life, Pedro? Dilly, dilly! (laughs) The ESPN Insider says he has talked to an owner who says... Well, we've been saying for a couple of weeks now, hello. The last thing we want is for fans next year to say, you know what, we did not have baseball last year, and we were okay. We're, we're okay without the game. They don't want their consumers thinking along those lines in 2021. What's worse than not playing? Not playing, and nobody cares. Not playing, and there's no uproar, not playing, and there's no longing for the game. No one waxing poetic like George Will or James Earl Jones. Baseball has marked the time. Now, what's the worst thing I've heard this week? And, and this is saying something because the week is still young, gentlemen. The testicular no, fracture. Stop it. The, the worst The worst thing we've heard <laughs> is it's how... A Tuesday testicular fracture. Is how the pandemic might mess with the start of the NFL season. Here's Ed Werder on how he's talked to a couple of NFL coaches. There seems to be motivation among NFL head coaches for the league to push back the start of the season. Uh, One coach telling me, how in the hell are you going to bring 90 guys to training camp in a month? You can have all the protocols you want, but eventually you have to play football. What if 10 guys get it? Do you quarantine the whole team? And then the other coach said, you know, what happens when four starting offensive linemen get it? What if it's the quarterback room, four of your six receivers, the defensive coaching staff? And just really questioning, ultimately, the wisdom of playing during a pandemic. Polly, play at your own risk. That's number one right there. And honestly, hey, listen, if you're not sick, don't tell us. <laughs> we don't want to hear hey. anything about it. Just go play. Uh, Diana Rossini reporting there was a Zoom call between the NFL and the PA and two big takeaways for players and coaches. Players will be tested up to three times per week for a COVID-19. So that's a starting point. But for what everyone really wants to know, which is when is training camp starting? Right now, the league is saying July 28th. But all the coaches that I've been talking to over the last few days, they're planning their summers with their families as if training camp could possibly start as early as July 15th. Oh, if so, Wolf, there it goes your four-week sabbatical. Oh, my goodness. You better wrap it's time it up, once Paul. again for No Comprendo. Things that make us say No Comprendo. In December, we got this story. A cat has become an internet superstar here in Italy thanks to a new spring in its step. 
a spring in its step for Vito the Cat. See, the bad news is, though, that Vito needed his, uh, well, his two hind legs amputated. The good news is that Vito the Cat went into surgery. We can rebuild him. Right. We have the technology. See, We Vito can make him better than he was. Is a bionic cat, as... He then received spring-loaded legs with joints similar to those used by athletes. Spring-loaded legs wow. for the bionic cat. No comprendo. The real news, though, Doug, Elon Musk now says he's six months away from creating the world's first $6 million man. No comprendo. Elon Musk believes that creating a link between computers and the brain is essential for human survival. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. And for now, Musk aims to implant chips into the human brain to, among other things, allow paralyzed people to walk again. Also, he says his new device will help improve vision, strength, and other injuries connected to the brain. Whoa, that's so intense. I mean, Just settle down, Elon. Remember, Paul, they did this in, uh, in Terminator Genesis already. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, he says they're going to be inserted into the brain. Uh, it can interface anywhere in the brain, says Musk. Oh, no! Yeah. Paul. By the way, he says, uh, yes, it would be like the $6 million man. Although these days, that would be cheap, no says Elon. No comprendo. <laughs> so For it'll cost you. You first, Paul. At this rate, we're going to get the first bionic man before we get baseball. <laughs> That's Paul's call. Thank you, Paul. <laughs>